So yeah, sweet and spicy seemed like a good theme. Cause... So who's sweet and who's spicy? Well, I don't, do you ever watch um, the Donnie and Marie show? So I was thinking it's like well, the country, country or rock, rock and roll. I don't think yeah. either of us are country or rock and roll. So I'm neither sweet nor spicy. I'm sort of like I think uh, we are sweet uh, and sour spicy. And <laughs> sour and flat. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Curdcast, the podcast for people who like to eat cheese. I'm Jen Mason, your host, and with me today is my favorite co-host, Julie Fayfan Balzer. Hi, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell your husband that you said that. Yeah, I know. He was just the step-in <laughs> co-host, but Julie's back! Yay! Julie's back. She's been traveling. She's been filming some TV shows, and now we're gonna eat cheese because there's nothing better to follow up filming a television show. It's Make It Artsy, by the way, guys. If you uh. Uh, if you have a PBS station and you're interested in watching and you like crafting and my incredible crafty humor, yeah, make it artsy is the way to go. Otherwise, it, <laughs> I would say that segues neatly into it's cheesy. It's Let's cheesy. eat some cheese. It's cheesy. <laughs> and this month's theme is sweet and spicy. And I'm so excited. We just finished our Kickstarter um, and we are getting ready to launch nationwide. This box is actually going out of our brand new uh, fulfillment center. So uh, we've got people there. We we actually went down to Baltimore um, yesterday and packed all the boxes, and they're headed your way. And um, I'm so excited. I I'm I just thank you everybody for that subscribes to Curdbox. And if you don't already subscribe to Curdbox, you can go to curdbox.com. And you can listen along with us and eat your cheese every month, or you can just eat it for dinner and then listen to the podcast on the way to work. But um, Julie and I are going to walk through today's, this month's curd box, and we're going to start with um, Shelburne Farms Six Month Cheddar. Mm. So, is six months young or old for a cheddar? I don't know. Um, well, we actually carry a Quebec seven year cheddar. Okay, so we're so going to say young. It's a baby. You can have younger cheddars um, and you can have older. And actually, this is Shelburne makes a two year and a three year. It's all the same cheese. It's just how old it is. So they will make it in every profile. So this is their baby cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, texture, right? You can see that it's super flexible. Soft. You can really like squish it, mm-hmm. smell it. So I like. It doesn't have a strong scent. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't. Like I would say when I smell it, I almost smell nothing. Mm-hmm. It's very mild. Mm-hmm. But it is a really delicious cheddar. It feels like a melting cheddar. Like, mm-hmm. it would be really nice yeah. Yeah, this melted would, on things. This is like asking to be put on a grilled cheese or on top of a burger. Yeah. It would be really, really good. Or just on a piece of bread, baby. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just age it for another two and a half years and you have three-year cheddar. Well, I was going to say, it even, feels, well, it even <laughs> feels so soft in your hand that it almost feels like it would melt in your fingers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really nice. Or, you know what? Remember when we did the raclette at your house? Oh, yeah. I could totally see that this could be a raclette cheese. Oh, yeah. This one would be great. Um, so raclette this... Raclette is a fancy word for fondue. <laughs> um, so this is um, brown Swiss cow is the type of cows they have at Shelburne Farms. We've had Shelburne Farms in our box before. Um, you kind of get, like, a buttery, grassy... It's sweet. It's not like it's it not is. intense. It's not. Um, it's not boring. It's not like the block of cheddar you get on the, <laughs> on the cube of cheddar tray that you get at it's events. It's very rich. Yeah, like, isn't it? I've had like teeny little bites of it. Mm-hmm. It definitely fills your mouth. It has that. Um, when I say it's buttery, it's because it has that fat mouth mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah, if that can be a thing, a yeah. fat mouth, but like it just fills your palate. 
with itself and it's surprising because it doesn't smell mm-hmm. like almost anything mm-hmm. that when you put it in your mouth mm-hmm. there is a flavor pack yeah it's it's really nice and you know the interesting thing if you think of a if you think of a think of an old person you know they get all dried out and wrinkly as they get older <laughs> you know, grandmothers get sweeter and nicer there and more go. intense. There I don't go. know. Uh, but so this is a young cheese. So it's still, mm-hmm. it's a little moister. Mm-hmm. It's a little more flexible. As this gets older, it gets harder. Right. It gets crumblier. It doesn't have those crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very smooth. But it's super rich. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so rich. Like I was actually thinking, I, some cheeses you feel like you could just eat the whole block. Mm-hmm. This is one where I'm like, I feel like I would be good yeah. with a couple of little nibbles here and there and yeah. like or I would need to pair it with something mm-hmm. that would cut some of that fat like some jam yeah, yeah. or something like that I, I think it's with a tomato jam mm. on a grilled cheese that would be really good but but the nice thing about this and is this is rich but because this is our sweet and spicy mm-hmm. box when we get to some of our pairings I think um, one specific pairing I think you're really going to be like this Ooh. is going to be a very good friend um, but yeah so Shelburne Farms out of Vermont um these guys are great. They're, Maddie is their creamery operations manager, and Andy's their head cheesemaker. You know, I also know, and we've mentioned this before, they listen to Beyonce when they're making cheese. So, you know, so this is good this cheese. So um, this is some woke cheese. Yeah, it's woke. And uh, we always jokingly say that it probably goes really well with lemonade. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, but and we, if you believe the rumors with tea, too. Absolutely. Absolutely love Shelburne Farms and what they're doing. Um, if you ever are in Vermont and you want to tour a farm, definitely look them up. Um, so let's move on to our next cheese. So now we're going to head over to this little cup of creamy deliciousness. And we're actually going to, um, well, you can just take some out of there, but we have crackers we're going to come back to in a second. Um, so this is Green Dirt Farm. This is actually a sheep's milk cheese. Um, and it's, um, it's, you can, you can use this like a cream cheese. It looks cheese. like whipped cream cheese. Yeah, like just looking at the texture, like it looks exactly like not e- like whipped cream cheese. Right. It has that very light, fluffy texture. And remember, like, um, we talked about this before, but a sheep's milk cheese is going to be saltier. And like this was the same exact recipe. It was made with cow's milk cheese and sheep's milk cheese. A sheep's milk cheese is just a little bit saltier. It also has a little more. Um, uh, animal fat, sort of buttery roundness in your mouth. Interesting. It smells almost like cottage cheese smells. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? That kind of smell. Let's see. And it's got a little kick. Woo. Mm. Um, holy. Holy schlamoli. Nice kick. It has an oof. That's now, a kick that gets you. It imagine almost that. has cinnamon in it. Is that possible? It just has, um, let me see. Dried chilies, salt, rennet, and cultures in the milk. Wow. Those chilies are kicking. Yeah. That's a really nice burn. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's not like, because like you feel it all the way down your throat. Yeah. My tongue is totally fine. Yeah. But I can feel this warmness. And it's really, so So this is the spicy part of our sweet mm-hmm. and spicy. And this is um, um, what I want people to think about when they're pairing things. So um, I know there are people out there who don't like spicy, but if you put this on like a piece of toasted baguette and then put some jam, some sweet jam with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that, I don't know, I grew up with the whole red pepper jelly on top of a Me big too. square of, of um, cream cheese. So this is sort of the reverse. This yeah, If you yeah. put a jelly over the peppery cream cheese, Or I feel like this have. would also be a really good cheese with meat. Oh, yeah. 
because it has that little yeah it has that little kick like it can totally see doing like chicken breast with it where you know there are plenty of recipes where you like coated chicken breast in yogurt Mm -hmm. to keep it nice and moist when you bake it but if you did it in this it would have a beautiful kick and still have Mm -hmm. that like nice moistness in the whole thing roll in some breadcrumbs maybe yep be delicious yeah definitely so um so this is just a really interesting and they make green dirt farm um actually makes a bunch of different they make just a plain one that doesn't have um Mm -hmm. peppers in it they make a bunch of different ones we will be bringing different ones to um the box throughout the years um just like my team we had trouble we didn't have trouble picking because this was the spicy one it was the sweet and spicy box but like we don't know which one we'll use next because they are so fantastic. That so, spice really lingers. It really does. But it like, really does. my tongue is totally fine. It's like, it's, yeah, it's I feel really it all like, in the back of my throat. I'm like, you're not a big drinker, but it's sort of like to me, for those of you who, you know, might drink a shot of something like, or sip on, you know, something it's that warming sense down your throat. Uh, it's it's like, kind it's of like, like, it's like really spicy ginger beer. Yes. Oh, that's totally what it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It has that ginger kind of spice. Yeah. Oh, it's a spice girl. It's like ginger spice. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> um, let's see. So what else should we know about this? Um, I'm looking at my notes because there was something really funny I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah. It's nice so, packaging. I like the little sheet that they've cute? drawn on the front yeah, of it. I like their stuff. It's, it's cute. Just, they've done a good job. It's, it's nice when a company... And their brand matches how good they are as a product. So, um, so Sarah is the uh, owner of Sarah Hoffman of Green Dirt Farms, and I guess um, you know she finished college, and everyone kept asking her like, "What's your next step now that you're graduated?" And she jokingly would reply, uh, "I'm going to be a sheep farmer. <laughs> I'm going to be a sheep farmer." And um, and then she became a sheep. And farmer. And then she actually became an award-winning sheep farmer. Um, it is the winningest sheep dairy in the country. Really? Yeah. So go what makes you Sarah. Win, what makes a dairy win a prize? Oh, well, there's a lot of different places you can enter. Um, you can enter uh, with ACS, which is the American Cheese Society. There's U.S. Cheese Awards. There's World Cheese Awards. Um, and they reward are, you for the quality of your yeah, dairy. Yeah, everybody has like a different thing at um, an ACS, American Cheese Society. Uh, you enter in your category um, and you... Um, could win overall too. So you could be the best sheep's milk cheddar, the best cow's milk cheddar, the best aged cow's milk cheddar. Like there's all different categories. So you can get the best in your section. Um, So you're not competing against, if you're a cheddar, you're not competing with a brie. Mm -hmm. Um, But then like the very best, the highest scoring cheese can get sort of best best in show. show. So it's a total Westminster dog kennel. Westminster. I I like that. Except you don't pet them. Um, (laughs) Well, I like to pet cheese. You never know. All right. Well, so um, anyways, I love Green Dirt Farm and I really encourage people to keep an eye out for them. You know, this comes in this great little cup. It's just, it's snackable. It's easy to keep, you know, just a little smear of this on your toast in the morning might be nice. It's nice that it's resealable because so often things like goat cheeses and things like that that you might want to spread are in like a tube or like mm-hmm. an awkward packaging that basically yeah. you have to put the whole thing out or yeah. like find come up with your own thing. So this is nice because it's in like essentially what looks like a miniature margarine margarine container. Yeah. Yep. And that's so nice because it means you can use just a little bit. Exactly. So good job, Sarah. <laughs> keep making great cheeses and we're going to keep putting them in our boxes. Um, and then um, our next cheese is um, a Chipotle Gouda. So, so here's my prejudicial mm, comment. Yes. Um... I, if I saw this cheese on a cheese plate, mm-hmm. I would never take it. Right? You know why? 
because, because those box trays, those little box, those those trays of blocks of cheese have ruined good um, pepper cheese for everybody. Because it looks like it's kind of like orange with speckles, and mm-hmm. I would just assume that it was kind of dyed. Yeah, so, cheese. So smell it. So okay. smell it first. Don't eat it yet. So, um, so this is Marike Gouda, and oh wow, right? that smells totally good. It smells like Gouda. It smells, it smells super Gouda, Gouda to me. <laughs> And you can smell like the smokiness of the chipotle. So mm. the chipotle is, is you definitely smoke. can. Um, this is a true Dutch recipe made by someone who is Dutch in Wisconsin. Mm. So it's legit Dutch, except it's not, not made in the Netherlands. Um, and uh, it's six to nine months, so it's a younger Gouda, right? It doesn't feel like we've had like. You and I have had together like an older aged Gouda where it's really like. Yes, this again feels similar to the cheddar, which is to say it almost feels like it's melting in your hands Mm -hmm. and it's kind of soft. All right, go ahead and try it. Tell me that's nothing like a little block of cheese you ever had on. Wow. First of all, holy spicy. Mm -hmm. That kicks you right in the face at the tip of your tongue. Yep. Um, And then the Gouda taste is also really strong. That is such an interesting and complex layered flavors that I did not expect from this ugly little guy. By the way, where do you fall? Have we discussed this? Where do you fall on the Gouda Howda thing? Mm. So, as I'm swallowing my Howda. Sorry. Um, you know. How do you feel about Gouda? <laughs> we have a sign in our store that mm-hmm. says, it's all Gouda no matter how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely get people who come in and, and um, we get, we have, People from all over the world um, live in mm-hmm. our little town, which is great. So um, we can't be experts at Dutch and German and mm-hmm. Swiss and Swedish. And mm-hmm. um, But we try. You know, I, I do understand that. Do you say Howda in the store or do you say we Gouda? We say Gouda in the store. Okay. Um, is it an example? I mean, I've always well, so wondered speaking about. to somebody who asks for Howda and then I'll be like, oh, we'll have another Howda. So I've always wondered. So here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I assume Howda, which we're not even pronouncing how right. the Dutch pronounce it because we just can't because they make yeah. these they incredible sounds that we can't. Um, is that is it kind of like saying Mexico as opposed to Mexico? So it's just the, it's the like anglicized version of it versus the not? Okay. I, I, that's, I mean, I, I'm not the expert, but I feel like that's. That's it. Exactly so you're not being rude if you say Gouda. Right. And you're no. not being rude if you say howda. Right. Or you try to say howda. I am I am not being rude. I'm I have no intentions of being rude. No. <laughs> but if somebody comes in and is looking for howda, I right. will I will use their Point them words. towards it. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, so really interesting, spicy in an entirely different place on your palate. Yes. You can definitely taste the smoky. Yes. It's lingering. This is a grown up cheese. Like I would never give this cheese to anything other than a very sophisticated child. Mm-hmm. And like it's so multi-layered. I'm still unpacking in my brain yeah. all the different flavors. It feels like more than one cheese. It does. Because you're dealing with the spice of it. And there's also texture because these are actually large granules yeah. of chili or whatever that's in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So It looks like somebody chopped it before yeah. they put it in here. It so it like definitely has texture. And then also it still has that strong Gouda flavor, which I'm surprised that this is so young because it's so intensely flavorful. And I usually associate intense flavor with more aged mm-hmm. cheeses do you know what i mean yep. so it definitely feels like many cheeses packed together it's mm-hmm. complex i mean yeah. i think that's the best way to put it. i think it's probably the most complex cheese we've yeah. ever eaten on the show yeah. 
it's hard to describe. And yep. I have so many words. I know you so do. that's I unusual. <laughs> so um, I just pulled the rest of it out mm. of the protective wrapper that was in. I just had a couple little pieces because it did look the way I had it cut funny. But what I like about this is like, look at it compared to the Shelburne Farms. Mm -hmm. And look at like, this is going to make a beautiful texture. cheese plate and texture. Yeah. Like it just, there's so many times when we make cheese plates and the cheese are like so close to the same color and texture. It's and true. And sometimes I'm like, which one is this? Which yeah. one is this? Yeah. You can so, tell them all different now. This Gouda to me also, I finally, I fingered it. Here we go. Yes. Something vaguely bacony about it. Yes. And I think that what that is, is the smokiness the of smoke. it. Yep. Yeah. Plus the like flavor and the salt mm -hmm. and everything is leading my brain to be like, this is bacon. You're eating yeah. bacon. Yay, yeah. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I can make you. Yeah, no, I think it's that smokiness of it that really um, is is adding another. It adds a new mommy layer to it, yeah. right? It's really yeah. nice. So, um, you know, it's not one note at all. No. Um, and I do so feel like those little blocks, that, you know, the unspecified pepper cheese you see on a tray are so one note. It's like spice. Yeah, or they're not even. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like the speckles in them are decorative. Yeah. Rather than mm. flavorful. Yeah. And it's you I guess I'm also used to spicy cheese having the other flavor mm. in the cheese is flat. Yeah. Whereas this, even without the spice, mm -hmm. would be a very flavorful cheese. And so that's why the spice is such a uh, complex addition because now you're dealing with two strong flavors at the same right. time and we haven't even paired anything yep. yet. Yep. It's almost like it is a pairing in itself. It totally is. It's yeah. a twofer. It's a twofer. All right, so we got some heat here. Well, the, the first cheddar did not have heat, um, but we've got some um, some pairings to pair with this. Let's start with um, let's start with the matzo chips, which we kind of already started with because we had mm -hmm. the... Um, the cheese on it. So I love these guys. They actually come in a cinnamon sugar and everything. Um, and, uh, but they're just like, they're, I, I love, again, we're talking texture. We're talking cheese plates. They're very familiar. Um, Looking at them. Wise. Here's the thing I find so interesting. They're different colors. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's interesting to me is usually things are like intensely uniform. Mm -hmm. But these are they these you have the sense that these actually came out in an oven mm -hmm. and were actually like baked because like I'm looking at one that's really dark. I'm yep. looking at one that's super light. I'm looking at some that are yep. like sort of all in between. Mm -hmm. So it really feels it has at least from a look, kind of a very handmade look. Mm-hmm. Entirely. It's just a friendly flavor. I mean, for those of you who did not grow up eating matzo. P.S. tastes way better than matzo because it has salt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's very much like, you know, that friendliness of a saltine, but it's not that, like, saltines are really... Saltines are know, more crumbly. Crumbly, yeah. They're more like, crumbly. This is a firmer, crisper yep. um, cracker. It's on par, like, Christmas-wise with maybe a Cars water. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, wafer thin cracker, those things. But it's saltier than mm -hmm. that. It has more flavor. Mm -hmm. I would say that, like, to me, a Cars is, like, the most basic of Cracker. Right. It's just bland. It's, it's nothing. Purely it's a, a wonderful vehicle. Exactly. This has its own merit. Like, you could eat a bag of these, like, chips. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised that they're called matzo chips as opposed to matzo crackers. Mm -hmm. Because I've had matzo crackers and they mm -hmm. don't taste like this. Yes. These definitely feel chippy. Yeah. I, I love them. I think the shape on a cheese plate, again, so we're not doing the circles, like... Right. If you needed they're a bunch diamonds, of, by the way, they're diamonds. Oh, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to know. <laughs> but like, if you if you're building the big tray, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about shape, if, again, we eat with our eyes, 
if this was circle, it would taste the exact same. That's true. But um, I really like this. I've got pictures of them like laid out with them cutting. It's just it's also just to make an hors d'oeuvre. It's a fun shape Mm, to play with and all that stuff. And it's a good basic. So even though it's more interesting than a car's water cracker. Mm Um, which is Cars Watercracker does what it's supposed to do, which is just be the vehicle. Yeah. Um, this is going to be great with all of these cheeses. It's super delicious with the sheep's milk cheese because that salt plays on salt. Remember, we've talked in the oh, past yeah. about pairings like go to, with go together. So you know you're playing with the salt on there. So anyways, a great um, a great pairing. And and for those of you who've gotten a few box of uh, boxes from us, you'll know like we don't always put what we call a surface in a box. So that would be a cracker or a chip unless we have a cheese that really needs it or it really, really fits the theme. Um, Because there's so many great foods out there. We only want to be shoving so many crackers. Um, And this this is when we look for places to put them. This is in this box because of that great green dirt farm cheese to spread it on. Rule one of cheese club. Yeah. You only eat the cracker if absolutely necessary. (laughs) So Julie's been to the fancy food show with me and she knows like... You could eat a lot of crackers if you're not careful there because everybody puts their jam on it. They put their cheese on it. They put their peanut butter on it. They put their hot sauce on it. They put everything on a cracker, but they're not selling the cracker. So you're just like, can I just have it on a spoon? You're just wasting space on it. And also, you have to remember that it does change the flavor mm-hmm. and the texture and the mouth experience of having everything. So you have to keep like refusing the cracker or just poking, pulling stuff off the cracker or whatever. But yes, if you want to be in Cheese Club, you guys, only <laughs> eat the cracker if it's really worth it. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we're going to move on. We're going to move to Hawaii here. Yay. So our next. Given the rainy weather around here, could we please? I know. I know. I really love these guys. Um, They have a ton of flavors. Hopefully we're going to put them in our box a few different times um, as they match up to our theme. Um, So feel free to let us know how much you love this one. This is um, from Maui Fruit Jewels. Um, And they're from Hawaii. Um, Lucky them. Yeah, I know. And this is the Hawaiian chili pepper pineapple. So if you've ever had Membrio paste. I have not. I don't know what a Membrio is. I bet you have. I've had quince paste, but I don't know what a Membrio is. uh, Membrio is Spanish for quince paste. Oh. So so sometimes you'll see it on a a cheese plate and they'll say Membrio paste or they'll say quince paste. It's the same thing. Um, It's it's very Spanish Mm -hmm. um, type of condiment that they put on cheese plates. These, um, this has uh, pineapple in it and a little pepper, but it's super sweet because it is a fruit paste. It's like a very concentrated jam, so thick that it, you know, it gets sliceable. Um, I was saying, I'm looking at it and it looks, it does not look like it's so thick. Yeah. Like literally you have pulled out a ch- like yes. a full on chunk of so it, like I a didn't slice of it. undo the whole thing, but if I was putting this on the cheese plate, it's got a lovely little fun shape on the bottom. And so... You can you can take the whole thing out, flip and just it put out, a knife and, and it, it stays sticks. like a mold, yep. and you can just cut yep. slices you, of it. Off. I would cut just a couple slices mm, for it to start, beautiful. so people knew. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's really great. But this is um, so I'm gonna put some on this cracker for you, so you can Thank try. Thank you. But this is one I I think you could put with. Uh, so just so people understand how thick this is, I am holding it between my fingers and wiggling it and wiggling it in the air <laughs> like a Jello jiggler. It and I'm like squeezing my fingers together. It is seriously mm-hmm. like yeah. It almost is like a piece of fruit or something. Like it's yeah. firm. Yeah. Okay, I'm biting it. Holy schlamoli! My tongue, the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that kick. Whoa! Mm. Talk about sweet and, and uh, spicy. This is sweet and spicy. Right. Mm. And it, it plays back and forth. You're like, ooh, that's really really sweet. Oh wait, that's 
Yeah. And it's warm. So now this, I feel, is like middle of my tongue. I want to put this into a big dish of yogurt. Oh, my gosh. That would be, be so, so yummy, right? Mix it mm, in. Yes. Mm. Yes. Also, maybe just eat it regular. Yeah. With a spoon. But really good. So I, I love Really this. spicy. That is a spice that's keeping going, man. Mm-hmm. Woo! It's really nice. But again, we're still not getting to, like, buffalo hot wing spicy. No, we try no, to no. pick things that are, like... So I think of my mom whenever I think of spicy stuff. Like, would my mom eat this? First, mm-hmm. my mom would see the label and say no. Okay. And then I would sneak it into her food. <laughs> and she'd eat it, and she'd be like, oh, this is really good. Um, like, and it's interesting because, like, I think for me, I don't know how you're tasting it right now, but, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty much gone right now. I still have it. I, I have think because I always start food. I, I find. Now, let's, well, let's get a little graphic here. Okay. I find that the most oh, sensitive part, beep, beep. <laughs> the most sensitive part of my palate is the tip of my tongue and yeah. my lips. So I almost always, when we taste things on the show, start lick everything. Them. I like lick them or just like start them at the very tip or yep. sort of like bite them between my front teeth, yep. very little tiny. So they're really sitting at the front of my tongue. Yep. So I would say like, I feel the spice mm, still yeah. on the front of my tongue and a little bit on my lips, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much dissipated from like yeah. the back of my throat. But as opposed stuff. to like the cheese, I felt like that sat longer like maybe the flavor not just the not just the so here's a fancy word the organoleptical i'm sure i'm saying that wrong but the not just the organoleptical organ yeah something like that what does that mean it's the i know i'm saying that wrong it's the um it's the sensory thing so like if you were eating something um prickly or um if you've ever had a red wine that made your tongue feel dry Mm -hmm. or um so like you know, food that does something to your yeah it's just like senses. yeah it's it's, a, it's it like the, it's something you feel versus something you taste interesting right so, that's a really cool word yeah I'm going to remember that so um and when I pronounce it wrong I'll say that's how Jen yeah that's said how that Jen said it, it. um <laughs> but um it's it's tingly but um I'm not adding a tingle and a flavor layer in it like it's just it's it's cleared up I am still a little tingly I actually can't tell if I'm still tingly from which cheese. <laughs> anymore um but these guys are great like maybe you're tingly from the conversation yeah they have a bunch of flavors they make these also these like little fruit tools that are like twice as as sort of solid of these very much like a turkish Mm. delight kind of Mm -hmm. um they're like little candies i can't wait to get those in the box at some point they make them in like i don't know seven million flavors Um, i'm sorry chris and lynn i know you told me how many flavors but there's a lot there's like Mm -hmm. beautiful little gift boxes with these um so the interesting thing is these guys started in 2008, Lynn, um, she quit her investment banking job and went and took an intensive summer pastry diploma program at Le Cordon Bleu in London. Um, she started doing pastry classes and all sorts of things. And then in 2019, Lynn and, and um, her husband, Chris, or Chris, Chris is from uh, the Netherlands. They, um, they now run this beautiful company from Hawaii. All the fruit is grown in Maui. Um, Chris has a background in industrial engineering. So this is delicious fruit paste from an investment banker and an industrial engineer. Wow. Right? Like how often do you get to try a Hawaiian fruit paste? That's really, really cool. Yeah, I love it. Being somebody who's come into cheese from a different world, I love that they're coming into food and delicious food. Um, this is one numerous award. It won the, um, silver Sophie, um, award. That's like the big award to win specialty foods. Uh, in 2014 and then the good food award in 2018 so yay them this is so we're eating good stuff fan 
Fantastic, yeah. All right, one more to finish the box, and we can do some matching up. Okay. Okay. Are you a pecan eater? Are you a pecan or pecan? Uh, you know, I think I use both. Are you I think I say I say pecan pie. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I say pecan I, pie. I think I use them totally interchangeably. And, yeah, like I, think I, I go, do too. I I, I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting. And also, I think, like, Caribbean, Caribbean, I think I also bounce around. Mm-hmm. I think I am a uh, person full of mm. just counter bad, <laughs> not, I'm just full of contradictions. What can I say? Well, while you're contradicting things, check out these candied pecans. You say pecan, I pecan. say pecan. <laughs> She's mm. licking it. No, I am. It. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I'm masticating it right now, nice. actually. Um... Yes, please. More of these. Right? A hundred thousand more. Can you think of like how many things you would put this on these on? Um, right now I'm thinking my thighs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um they're delicious. They're um sometimes I find candied pecans or mm-hmm. pecans too sweet. Yes. Like almost how I find I find pecan pie oftentimes I'm like it's too sweet. Yep. I can't I can eat like a bite. But I can't eat, like, a whole piece. Yeah, it's my husband's favorite pie, but I never like to make it because, one, it has, like, trillion calories, and I I can't eat it all, and I don't want to eat it all, but I might eat it all. So then I right. feel bad because it was way too sweet, and I ate it, um, and much to his dismay. So every once in a while, I will bring home a little pecan, pecan tart. A mini baby one. Yes. But, no, this is nice because this isn't too sweet. It's sweet. It would be great in a salad. Mm-hmm. It would be great with meat. It's great with cheese, mm-hmm. I think. Definitely with something spicy, mm-hmm. like one of these spicy cheeses. So this is meant to sort of counteract some of that spice. Let's see. I'm trying it with the Gouda. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whoa. That is a really cool combination. Right? Mm-hmm. The nuttiness really adds something. It's so interesting. Like, it's bacon and nuts now. Mm. It is. Mm. I like that a lot. Mm. I just had some of the gouda with the Hawaiian paste. How's that? Mm. It's heavenly. It's really Super good. good. Okay, Jen, I will follow your lead. All right. Let's see how that goes. You know, I feel like I maybe shouldn't have eaten dinner before this. <laughs> the amazing thing is that I still can eat cheese. We're yeah. having an after-dinner cheese plate. You know, we're eating much smaller pieces than we do, and we're like, it's four and a It's four o'clock, and I'm hungry. We get all done with all the cheese by the end of one of these when mm. we do that, but this, we're That's like, true. we're very ladylike. We're so ladylike. This could feed 700 people. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's so good, though. Okay, I'm going sheep's milk. Mmm, yes. From the Green Dirt Farm. Nice. With the pecan. Nice. Mm. That one is really nice, too, partially because... It has a texture thing that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Or just something about the soft, creamy, you know, bloomy feeling with the hard, crisp nut. I think that might be my favorite pairing so far. Wow. Delish. I wasn't sure for a second the way you were, like, pausing. No, I was just, like, trying to scrape every last bit mm. out of my teeth. Yeah. It's super good. I really, really like that. What else will she try? Okay. I'm going mild now. Okay. Yep. I'm going to try that cheddar. Yep. I'm going to mix it with both the cracker mm-hmm. and the paste. Nice. Triple decker. Yep. Here we go. Mild on, on with a little sweet mm-hmm. kick in the middle. Mmm. Very pleasant. Yeah. Is it change? It's like sort of changes the, the richness of the cheese is going to change that. It makes the cracker 
desserty. I don't know how else to put oh, it. Really? Okay. Because the the cracker acts as like a pie crust. Oh. The fruit becomes like the filling. Yep. Right. And if you've ever had a fruit pie with cheese, hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This to me has like a super <laughs> desserty feeling. That is so funny. Very much so. Right. Yep. I like Fun. that. Yum yum yum. Mm. Okay, now I'm gonna eat 50 more nuts. But it's so funny because eating that really, for me, takes a lot of the spice out of the paste. I feel that a lot less spicy. Yeah, because spicy. both the cracker and the um, cheddar are doing the work of taking a lot of the spice mm-hmm. out. So that's another thing, which is if you have people or guests who don't like that much of a kick, mm-hmm. like you can serve sweet and mild and yep. stuff with it. Yep. To get it. But that's what we always talk about when we talk about pairings. And that's the thing I think is so interesting is just that. You can transform the flavor of something if you know what to right. put it with. And right. I think that's, I mean, that's why we go to restaurants. That's mm-hmm. why we go, because somebody has done that work. Yeah. Somebody has thought about that. And I think that's why, you know, we have those moments of like, I never thought that Brussels sprouts could taste like this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because, <laughs> you know, I was right. The Brussels sprouts is doing. placed next to bacon. And so, yeah. you know, or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, and wrapped in sugar and da 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 and all this other stuff that makes yeah. it taste totally different than your expectation exactly and isn't it like thai food where and i might be mixing this up and my apologies to whoever i'm mixing it but i believe i i have heard somewhere and i think it's thai that they're when they make a dish they try to have something sweet in it something sour something spicy and something umami like it's it's a balance for them Mm -hmm. and if it's not thai it's somebody else but (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's thai um, you know, I think about like having pad thai and, and I've made it like the ingredients. There's definitely sweeter ingredients. There's tangy, sour book? ingredients. There it is. Salt, fat, acid, yes, heat. exactly. Right. Which yeah. is the same idea. Mm-hmm. And I do think like we actually have in this, in this box, like the salt that's there, the crackers, the sheaves, no sheaves, mm-hmm. all that stuff, the fat. That's where we talked about like the fat mouth and the mm-hmm. umami, the acid. I mean, you're getting that in the fruit paste, mm-hmm. you know, and then the heat. Oh, baby. This box has heat. So actually, this is a great box in terms of hitting all of that Mm -hmm. salt, fat, acid, heat thing. Yeah. And and what we wanted to, like, we want you guys to enjoy these boxes, but we also like it if you, like, learn a little something. So, like, learning that you can play with sweet and spicy. Um, Hopefully, you know, I'm sure we've got a couple of you out there who are like, I really don't like spice. But hopefully, you may have discovered there's a little bit more to nuance to it. Um, that can add new flavors to your palate. Um, this reminds me of the beer box. Yeah. Because, like, I don't like beer. Yep. I don't like flavor beer. I don't like smell of beer. I don't like anything about beer. And then the beer box, I was like, oh, this is really good. Oh, this is really good. Oh, this tastes really right? delicious. Even though I was totally nervous and I was like, what am I going to do on the curd cast? Am I going to have to lie about liking this? <laughs> you know, and I think, like, that, those moments. Yep. And I think, you know, so a friend of mine um, subscribed to the box. And one of the things that she said that I like so much is she said, uh, I like the idea of being forced to try some things that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have picked out for myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about this Gouda. Yep. You know, and maybe like this sheep's milk. She's like, there's a bunch of stuff here that I just ne- wouldn't have necessarily grabbed off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Just because yep. I have my own prejudices about what I buy yep. and da 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 And so it's so fun because when you try something, you're like, oh, I had no <laughs> idea, right? Yep. yep. That's exactly. super fun. So we really encourage you guys to go out and try. Go to, go to your... 
local cheese store. If you don't have a local cheese store, go to your um, cheese counter at your grocery store. So many grocery stores these days have really, really good cheesemongers back there. It doesn't look like anybody's there to let you try cheese sometimes, but they're just dying for you to, yes, they've got to, they've got to cut and wrap and do all those things. But if you ask them if you can try something, they're usually like super delighted because not a lot of people ask them. But if you try it, you can decide if you like it before you take it home and then you can be excited about it. We send it to you in a box um, that we've curated. We have a team of people who have tried all these cheeses, have tried the pairings, you know, have worked in kitchens. Um, and, you know, in my case, I like to tell stories. So I'm telling you stories and trying to teach you something but um, you should be enjoying it and not thinking about it the whole entire time. So we hope you've you've thought a little bit more about spicy. We hope you are thinking about ways you can use this. I like now want to go make some sheep's milk stuffed chicken. Um, mm. Maybe like with some of the swine pineapple, like just before it's done, like put that on top of the chicken and let it just sort of melt into a nice glaze on it. I was thinking Maybe I just wanted to dump that pecans. whole thing of pecans into the sheep's milk cheese and get a spoon. That's what I was thinking. That's an option, too. All right. So let me tell you how you can find um, find people. So our nuts are um, at Sante Nuts, S-A-N-T-E Nuts. Uh, our Maui Fruit Jewels are at Maui Fruit Jewels. That's an easy one. I like good branding. Um, let's see. We have... Uh, let's see. Shelburne Farms is at Shelburne Farms. And Green Dirt is at Green Dirt Farm. And let's see. And our last one is Marike. And they are at Marike Gouda. I'm going to spell this one for you. M-A-R-I-E-K-E-G-O-U-D-A. And our matzo chips, I said the other one was the last one, is at Matzo Project, M-A-T-Z-O Project. And you can find Julie at What Julie Ate. And you can find us at Curdbox and at Curds and Co, our store. And we hope you will join us next month for another delicious box of cheese and pairings. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon.